going on, guys? I'm Josh. And I'm Kay. And we are back with Pilot Era, the show you're only listening to because you can't be watching TV right now. Got air traffic control going over our house I know, this it's morning. a bit much, isn't it? A bit extra. This afternoon? Morning? Don't think about it. Soon, soon it'll be nap time. Yay! I love nap time. I've, I've napped every day for the last 10 years. <laughs> I was going to say, every day ever. <clears throat> yeah, that would be... Oh, man, that's the dream, mate. Just practicing for the long one. Oh, God. It's depressing. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm okay. Tell everyone about your surgery. Okay, hold on. I need to cough. <coughs> I've just recovered from the toe surgery and now I'm like, I don't know, got a cough or some shit. Wow, how how well thought out of a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on antibiotics because I had a, a toe surgery gone wrong. That's the clickbait. <gasps> Very very emotional in asterisks at the yeah. end. No, I just had a I had an ingrown toenail, bit gross. It was fucked. Yep. They wouldn't operate on it until I took a round of antibiotics, so I did that. Then they did the little the little surge, and uh, then it got infected again. And now I'm on antibiotics again. Yep, standard. So yeah, it's been a bit of a rocky ride, a bit of a roller coaster. I haven't danced properly in like I don't even know how long now. How are you dealing with that? It's driving me crazy. I think it's been like 10 days, maybe. I haven't Fuck. danced in like 10 days. But I start a new class tomorrow. Woo! And I'm just going to, you know, just go for it and see how we go. Yeah, that sounds like it would be advised by a medical professional. <laughs> well, Just go for it. Just go for it. Well, I think, I honestly think it got infected because I started dancing again too soon. Yep. That's my fault. That's my bad. But now it's looking a lot better, so I'm hoping it's going to be sweet. You'll be right, mate. Just fucking take it easy for Christ's sake. I know. I have been. I've been pretty good, haven't I? Since No. No, I have. You've been bad. Yeah. Bad girl. Gone rogue. <sighs> Do you like my song? <coughs> no, especially like the water break in it. <laughs> That's part of it. Yeah, do you have any news? You you've been fucking wildin'. Going what to you... Scoresbury. Oh yeah, so fun. Scoresbury? Scoresby. Scores Scoresbury. I don't know. It's the English version. Yeah, that sounds like Scoresbury. Scoresbury. <laughs> Nobleberry. Also kind of sounds like a like a grammar school, you know. Scoresbury grammar. Yeah. <laughs> Tell people what you've been doing, bro. Oh, my God. I don't know. How long's it been? We didn't record last time because of the surgery, so I don't know. It's been like a month. Fucking don't say that. <laughs> uh, I'm doing okay. Yeah, just keep getting offered work. <laughs> Making tracks in the big leagues. Everywhere I go. People just give me jobs. Kind of. <laughs> Unpaid at this point. <laughs> Nothing concrete, but it's good fun. Good networking. Oh, 100%. You've been meeting so many people. I'm so proud of you. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, on Saturday, I got uh, very, very, very sunburnt filming football games. <laughs> to be honest, though, you look a lot better today. I put aloe vera spray on like probably 12 times. <laughs> yeah. Just every time I didn't feel moist, I went and put more aloe vera spray on. Ooh, I really wish I really wish that I... Uh, moist. Moist. <laughs> moist. Moist. Uh, I really wish, though, that I had put some, like, moisturizer on before I went to sleep. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So all we can do, you know. I did tell you to use that CeraVe stuff. You didn't. It was on my list of things to do, but I just didn't do it. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm an adult, and that's what happens sometimes. Not sponsored, by the way. I'd love it if we got sponsored by CeraVe. I love their products. Cool. Good skincare. I mean, I don't think they're out there hunting for podcasts to be to sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. With your little connections, perhaps we could. Connections. Going around and just talking to people who are just as awkward as me. Yeah. <laughs> just a bunch of introverts talking about cameras. You know it. We attended a beautiful wedding. It was lovely, wasn't on it? Friday. It was. The venue was really nice. The weather was awesome. I'm surprised I didn't get burnt, actually. I think I got a little bit, caught the sun a bit on the back of my neck while we were watching the ceremony. Oh, oh. But no, it was it was really lovely. The food was fucking amazing. And yeah, just good times all around. Really nice to see everyone. Yeah, specialised menus we ended up with. Yeah, I completely forgot that I'd like put in dietary requests. And Josh got dairy free, which is like important for him. I mean, it makes logical sense. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, you don't want to shit your pants on the D floor, do you? A lot of pants were coming off on the D floor. <laughs> That's true, but there was no shit coming out of those pants, was there? I, I don't know. We had to leave uh, not too late. <laughs> and I didn't realise, but I was feeling very, um, I don't know, anti-meat the day that I put the dietary request in. And I said that I wanted vegetarian. It happens to you a bit, though. 
It does. I have been eating a lot more vegetarian and vegan food lately. But yeah, which I think is good. Like, if you want to, just do it. It's all just food. Yeah. Like, as long as you get all the fucking nutrients you need, it doesn't matter. Like, the amount of vitamins I take every day. You've seen my fistful of shit that I take. Yeah, your piss is so expensive. <laughs> Shut up. I honestly think that the like the glucosamine, calcium and magnesium is doing wonders for my bones and muscles. Mate, strong. Strong placebo. No. Look, I don't know how much research goes into these because they're not regulated and all that kind of bullshit. Even if you only need like, you know, like 0.2 of the amount that they put in there, like you're just getting it, aren't yeah. you? And then your body just gets rid of the rest of it. Yeah, exactly. So whatever. I mean, it does cost me a little bit of money, but that's all right. But just I making feel- sure you're topped up to the brim. Yeah, all the way to the brim. But I think it does help my recovery of like my bones and my, like my knee just cured itself. <laughs> uh, is that what happened? <laughs> I think so. Not that you strapped it up and wore a brace and didn't dance on it as hectically. <laughs> Massaged it, iced it. It wasn't any of the stuff you did. It was just like the magic of the universe. <laughs> no, it was the glucosamine, mate. Okay. <laughs> uh, what other news do we have? Oh, we went to My Chemical Romance. That was pretty f- that was cool, awesome. and then we found out where the set list was for the second day, and oh. got a bit annoyed. <laughs> so sad. We didn't get to hear them play um, You Know What They Do To Guys Like Us In Prison. The best My Chem song. Yeah, agreed. Gosh, remember those days when all the emo songs were just strings of, like, 20 words? Yeah, I remember Fallout Boy. Yeah. <laughs> they were the biggest um, culprits, weren't they? Yeah, what did you what did you think? What were your highlights of the concert? Oh, it was so good, wasn't it? It was Jimmy Eat World first, and they've been doing it for like what thirty something years, so they don't had to play an instrument. <laughs> and they played Bleed America, which is really all I give a shit about. Uh, and then yeah, Mike came and they played like some sick songs, and like he looked pretty cool. I was kind of annoyed about the way that they were filming the whole thing, but that's fine. <laughs> that's just me like being a bit of a douchebag about it, nerding out. But also like. Come on, they had like portrait screens. So, you know, you have people who are used to doing this filming who are like, all right, don't make it boring. Don't just put the people in the center every single time. And then it's like, oh, that's right. The screen's a portrait. So I have no choice but to put the person in the center every single time. Yeah. So they kept like cutting to a shot where there's no one in frame. And you're like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> the lighting was really great, though. Yeah. And the back, like the setup for the background was really cool. Set was cool. Set list was amazing. It was it was like a little bit of a trip. Like I honestly kind of felt like I was having like a psychotic break the entire time. Well, when you had a bit of a cry. Oh yeah, I did cry during the Ghost of You. It just like bawled my eyes out. And he went back to his old style of just like making the whole thing a performance, so just doing weird shit, just being a goblin. A goblin. <laughs> yeah, between every song, he's just like yelling or doing weird voices and just rolling around on the floor and like. Yeah, classic. It was really, really cool. Yeah, I wish we'd gone the second night as well. Like, I have so regrets now. Dude, there was no way we were going to get teased to it. No. Well, no. We couldn't have gone anyway because we had this wedding. Yeah, yeah. Then I would have been triple booked because I literally bought tickets to a Asian music festival. That you couldn't go to because we'd gone to the wedding. Yeah. So I would have been triple booked then. MCR, Sonica, and this wedding. <laughs> yeah, that would have been orcs. And next week is not fest. Well, hey, you pumped? Yeah, I am. I think it'll be a really nice day. Really nice. It's really nice. Really nice day. Really nice, chill, relaxed day. <laughs> yeah, that's what it. But it will though. No, it will. At least it's only two stages, and you know, only one act plays at a time. So we'll get to see everyone that we want to see, and there won't be any fucking running around like an idiot. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, we can watch ten minutes of this band and then fucking sprint to the other side of the venue, and yeah. Well, that's the whole thing. Usually there's, what, like three times as many acts as there are on this lineup. Mm. And that for this, they obviously just went, nah, just get some good people and then get, let everyone see them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm pumped for Bob and North Lane, Slipknot, obviously. Who else do we want to see? Story of the Year. Uh, who's playing? <laughs> who's playing? I don't know. Megadeth, In Flames. I can't remember who else. Trivium. Yeah, all those guys. So excited for all of those guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trivia, my favourite band. Um, no, it will be a really good day. So another short week. This week I only worked three days. What a shame. And uh, next week, yeah, only four days. Well, hey, living the dream. I'm the boss at the moment, though. You are the boss. 
Everybody knows that I'm the boss, 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 boss. No one will understand where that came from. Yeah, my manager's away, so I'm in charge. Hey, big boss lady. Ooh, all that power. So sexy. Oh, what you doing? <laughs> what you doing later? Uh, I think you're gonna have a nap. So. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely am gonna have a nap after this. Then I'll I'm probably, probably watch TikToks. <laughs> TikToks for ninety minutes because that's my nap length. Love that for me. And then we're gonna go and find some horror movies to watch. Yay! And probably eat the rest of that bun me that we bought. Oh fucking hell! <laughs> Shout out to Luke's Bakery. The only one of the restaurants we used to order from like once a week. And then it just like disappeared off every app. And now it's back. Yeah, I honestly thought it closed or something. Yeah, maybe it did like during COVID. Maybe. And they've just scraped themselves back. It's just as good as it was before. Love it. Any other news? Or should we get into some things that we've been watching? I think we should do that. I've got a little update for Kate's Corner. Do it. I finished season two of Next in Fashion. You did love that one. Rip. That was your fancy jacket that just fell in. Maybe don't kick it with your feet. I'm just trying to live my best little kitten life over here. Yeah, you got your feet up on Poobie's makeshift bed and you're kicking my fucking suit around. Leaning on the the foam. The foam that you've dug a hole out of with your chair. I'm so comfortable. Yeah, I know. Comfortable and fucking carnage you are. What? Anyway, next in fashion. It's like a a fashion competition show. And season one has been on Netflix forever. And they just released season two. And it's probably one of the best kind of fashion shows I've ever seen, to be honest. Well, you were very emotionally affected when the finale happened. Yeah. The person that I wanted to win won. And I was like, yes! Like, I literally said that out loud and, like, did, like, a fist pump. And I was like, oh, wow, okay. I was more invested in this than I thought. But it's great. Everyone should go watch it. There's some very, very talented designers on there. Some real cool shit. Especially, yeah, the person that won, like, Chef's Kiss. I followed them on Instagram. And, yeah, I don't think I'll ever be able to wear any of their designs, but, (laughs) you know. Maybe one day, maybe they'll be in fucking Red Circle Boutique before you know it. Red Circle Boutique? Oh, Tajay. Tajay Olay. Tajay Olay. Yeah. I think that's all I've got for Kate's Corner. I just wanted to mention that because that's been a... Did you just kiss your bicep? What? You like you turned your head away from me and you had your arm up and you and I think you tutted. <laughs> so it looked like you had like made a bicep and then kissed it. I did. Like next in fashion. Yeah. I did not kiss my bicep. I just had to check. It just really seemed like that's what happened. If anyone's going to kiss their bicep it's you. You're busting out of your fucking shirt at the wedding because your arms are so big. I don't know if the shirt fit when I bought it. I think it did. Oh, okay. You're being too modest. Just needed constant adjusting. Do you have anything for Josh's Corner? Uh, I mean, I watch a lot of stuff. Uh, sure do. If you want to fucking hear about it, maybe you should just go on, follow us on Instagram, because <laughs> repeating myself is uh, pretty boring. Pilot Error Podcast, so follow us on Instagram. Josh posts every day about something new he's watched. Almost every day. I do my best. You're pretty good at it. Yeah, I usually, like, I might give it away, like, Friday night or on the weekend sometimes. But mostly everything I watch goes on there. And I try to watch, yeah, a lot of stuff. Keeping it fresh for you guys. I guess we've got to talk about what we watched together. What did we watch together? Mm-hmm. What did we watch? Just got to cover the horror movies we watched. Oh, okay. If we can remember them, let's see. Like, three weeks ago, we had that horror movie night. I think you'll be all right. So we watched Skin of Marink. No. <laughs> Not out of ten? Not out of ten. It was very slow, very boring. It was trying to be very atmospheric, but it just came across as uninteresting. It was too much, wasn't it? There was like one good scene that I enjoyed. Yeah, it was like a third of the way through. Mm. Then the rest of it, take it or leave it. If you feel like you need to watch it, just fast forward it until the camera's actually moving. Yeah. And then you're fine. Like there was some interesting like shots and there was like some interesting use of light, but because there's also so many uninteresting shots in between, (laughs) it felt like they were like accidental. Mm. And then all the things that they did to make it creepy were like overdone. The way the kids talk and all that, that was too, it was too much. So I didn't believe it. And then it was just fucking long as. Because obviously it was only supposed to be like a, what, 15, 20 minute thing. Yeah, it could have made it a short film, to be honest. And they were just like, yes, stretch it out. No, <laughs> it wasn't great. They didn't achieve what they wanted to achieve. 
Yeah, it was just artsy for the sake of being artsy. It was just not enjoyable. Yeah, the idea of like like filming in lower res so that everything's always sort of moving, so it always looks like something's moving in the dark and all mm. that. Like, yeah, that's a bit, you can't do that for two hours. Yeah. <laughs> and then have the end be blurry face talks to you. like. <laughs> well, spoilers. Well, spoilers for what? Uh, exactly. <laughs> everything's blurry. What would you give it out of ten? Um, three. Four. <laughs> nice. We also watched Hypochondriac. This one was a lot better. I enjoyed this one. Oh, it was a lot better, but it also like made me very uncomfortable in a very successful way. Yeah, I think it triggered both of us a little bit. Uh, yeah, very trauma-focused, which is uh, never fun, but, I mean, it's the way to go with horror now, isn't it? Yeah, hit him where it hurts. That's right. Uh, and then it had like some pretty cool like Donnie Darko-y stuff in there, like the wolf things that like, walked, like skittered towards you. and Yeah. It did that. You don't know what's real and what's not thing, but like in a successful way, not like an annoying, like it was all a dream way. So it was cool. Yeah. You really felt for this dude. Like I felt so bad for this guy. He he went through a lot. Yeah. The creatures looked very Donnie Darko. They weren't the best, but like they sort of work for what was happening. Yeah. They kind of freaked me out, which is what they were going for. Yeah. But that was, that would have been like the motion, right? Yeah. The motion. Not actually what they look like, just the motion. No, they just look like dudes. Again, uh, was it the one in Creep? That one's a bit scarier. Oh, yeah. What's that? I can't remember what the fucking wolf's name is, isn't that? Something awful. Yeah, I'd never seen this guy in anything before, but he was pretty good. Yeah, I think it's a pretty, like, it's a lower budget piece, but it looked really good. This was on Shudder as well, right? Yeah. We watched Skinnamarink and Hypochondriac. Can't really remember what else happened in that movie. Yes, his... Trigger warning for parental trauma before <laughs> you watch this film. Yeah. But his mum has like a really bad mental oh, yeah. disorder and that like really traumatizes this guy. And then it's sort of about whenever he goes through something bad, it seems like his mum comes back, but then it's like, is it actually his mum or is it just like in his head? And then it's like how it affects his boyfriend and oh, yeah. it was fucking rough as <laughs> Yeah. He's just like hallucinating a lot. And so, yeah, things happen and then it turns out that it didn't happen. It was good. Yeah, he really fucks himself up. <laughs> what would you give it out of 10? Oh, that's like a 7 out of 10 movie. Like, actually made me feel things and it was filmed really well. And, yeah, there's nobody in it that you know and the fucking, you know, the story isn't crazy. And some of the lines are, like, a bit forced. Mm. Like, they're trying to give you that subtle, like, he's doing the same thing she used to do, but they do it like... Or his boyfriend is doing the same thing she used to do, which is something that, like, a human just would not say to try to make it. But they really hammer it home to try to make it feel like you don't know what's happening. But, yeah, pretty great. I like movies like this. I think, yeah, just kind of relatable in a way, I guess. Yeah, in Um, an awful way. Yeah. So I'll give this probably, like, an 8 out of 10. Hey! I wouldn't mind watching it again, actually. Yeah, maybe next year. Yeah, next year. And the third movie we watched was... Rent-A-Pal. Rent-A-Pal, that's right. Oh, yeah, this one was really, really interesting, actually. I really liked it. It didn't do what I thought it was going to do, which is pretty cool. Yeah, pretty simple concept about dating service. You know, yeah, back in the day, they used to do videotapes as dating services. Like, you film a little video and then you'd have a company and the company would send it out to potential potential matches and stuff. Because there was no apps or anything. No internet, really? Yeah. And so, yeah, this this dude gets a video called Rent-A-Pal and it's like a, a dude who just pretends to be your friend, basically, like to have conversations with. Yeah. And it all uh, turns a bit fucked. It sure does. But yeah, again, this was quite low budget, I think. But Yeah, it wouldn't have taken much, but it was done really well. The way, yeah, the way it's shot and, you know, it's all in this basement, like he lives in a basement. Yeah, it just, it feels very claustrophobic. Because he's so isolated. Like, he's in this tiny room. He's isolated from everyone, basically. It just... Yeah. It, it's real. The atmosphere is very claustrophobic. I can't think of another word for it, but... Yeah. And this guy was actually, like, a really good actor, I thought. Yeah. I will say the way that it escalated at the end of the movie was, like, really fast. Mm. Compared to... Like, they built it up really well, and then at the end it, like, sort of seemed a little bit rushed. Mm, but that was, like, nothing on him or anything like that. It just, like, he was really great, even though, like, with this progression, mm. really believed it. And, it, like I said, it didn't do what I thought, which was going to be all the stuff that the guy says in the video has a different meaning if you, like, 
he watches it a million times and then every time like it relates to the situation he's in and yeah, right. that'll make him a bit loopy and it didn't do that which I appreciated because I was like oh it's this <laughs> instead mm. yeah it could have been very a very predictable film but they did enough things to make it interesting another one that I wouldn't mind watching again to be honest it was great especially when he so something happens to this tape that he has and then he has to go and find another one. And that whole part, when he's just running around screaming, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is crazy. But also, like, it's like somebody who doesn't have any drugs, who's addicted to drugs. Yeah. It's a nice commentary on that kind of, like, um, what's the word when you've got a relationship with someone that you don't know? Parasympathetic relationship. Yeah, something right? like that. When you're a, a, when you get something from them, but they don't know who you are. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I find that relationship very interesting. Yeah, so parasympathetic relationship before the internet, when you have one VHS tape of this person. Yeah, like how crazy that that could even happen back then. Now it's a very, 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 very common thing for people to have these kind of relationships. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. With, yeah, celebrities, influencers. So yeah, I, I thought it was really, really cool. What would you give it a ten? Eight. Yeah, it's a solid eight and a half movie. Yeah, maybe I need to give it eight and a half because I think I enjoyed it more than the hypochondriac movie. There's very few things about it that annoyed me other than yeah, pacing at the end. But it all like doing that pacing at the end also made kind of made sense. Mm. Like it was less of a like slow burn thing and more of a like snap instant. Was that on Shutter as well? Yeah, I think we sort of thought Skinnerink might be good, and it ended up being really bad. And then we thought these two movies would be like pretty shit, but they were actually really good. That's the thing. I I got Skinnerink pushed to me a lot. Again, on TikTok, I really shouldn't trust anything anybody says on TikTok because all the movies that I've watched that people have been like, this is amazing, even like really well-established channels because I always check whether or not it's just going to be a bullshit paid advertisement. Yeah. They'll say that this was amazing. And I'm sure there'll be some people out there who are like, wow, look, at they're just doing something different. Like, mm-hmm. And I, you know, I appreciate when people make something different. Yeah. But this is not like something different. This is you don't understand... <laughs> how to make a movie. <laughs> that seemed like that, yeah. Yeah, because the only reason that we were able to get through the entire film is because we were just talking to each other the entire time. Yeah. If we, if I was by myself, I don't know if I could have watched it. Yeah, we did tend to kind of lose focus in parts and just start talking, not even about the movie, just about other something else. Just anything else, yeah. I didn't feel the way I was supposed to feel in the movie. Yeah. But if you feel like you're missing out from watching it, seriously, just fast forward to the first time the camera starts moving on its own. Watch that and then turn the fucker off because <laughs> it doesn't do a lot of good shit after that. Yeah, watch that one scene that I spoke about for sure. Yeah, it was a good collection of horror films that night. It was good fun. I think the only other thing we've watched together was we watched Kunk on Earth together because I watched it by myself. Oh, yeah. Did and we then, watch a couple of episodes? I think we just watched the first one. It's pretty dense. Yeah. So it feels like you've watched a lot of it when you've watched one episode. It's because every line is a joke. Every single one. She does not leave any dead air in this whole thing. So you really like, you're on the whole time because you're having to listen very carefully. It's a little bit tiring, but some of the jokes are so good. Yeah. Yeah, I laughed a lot. I would like to watch more of that. It's like a fake documentary type thing. Yeah, it's like a documentary made by somebody who's like really tired and a bit dumb. But the jokes are constructed so well. Like the abacus joke is amazing. They attribute like the wrong quote to someone. And she's like, oh, you know, this quote really helps me because sometimes I feel really dumb and like I don't know what's happening. And then the person has to be like, that's not a quote from that person. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It forces the other person to make them feel dumb, (laughs) to make them feel bad. Yeah, the interviews are funny, like. And she's interviewing like actual people who have knowledge about things. She tells them they're wrong all the time, yeah. and oh, she's so funny. Does she write all of it herself? I don't know if it's herself. There's probably a crew. Yeah. But I think she's definitely part of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I enjoy her a lot. She's really funny. I love anything that's like a mockumentary type deal. Yes, yeah, excellent. If you do like, you know, a British stuff, and you're happy with quite dense, wordy comedy. Yeah bit dry like it's very dry yeah my favorite anything else i think that's it all right let's move on to the main event let's go you want to talk about boys planet oh boys planet no i can do a quick update it's kind of taking over my life a little bit yeah that's why i was saying i'm surprised you want to talk about it yeah but i don't think anyone cares about boys planet (laughs) 
But this is literally your window to talk shit about it because you can't talk to me about it. I talked to a lot of people. I was actually talking to a friend this morning about it. Um, next week is like the big, there's a bigger limb, elimination. It's going from like 50-something boys to 28. So it's like another half gone. And this week we found out who is in, who's vying for the 28th spot. So there's three contestants that they've said it's going to be one of these three that gets the 28th spot and the other two are eliminated. And one of them is my favourite. So I'm very upset. But that could be a good thing. Yeah, but then he'll come in 28th and he'll be there for another week and then he'll get eliminated anyway. But is everybody else, like, do you know who the other 27 are going to be? No, because so it's so dumb. On Fridays, they did they do like um, a survivor announcement and they tell, they told us one person that got 12th place and then the three that were vying for 28th place. And that's all we find out this week until next week. That sounds awful. And then I'll have to sit through through like three hours elimination next Thursday. I'm actually, I'm thinking about watching it live actually, because we've got not fest the next day, so I don't have to go to work. Yeah, so stay up until fucking, what will it be? Uh, one? <laughs> yeah, I think it will be about, yeah, one o'clock in the morning, because I think it starts at 10 our time. But that's okay. It would be fun to watch the elimination live, even though they fucking drag it out so much. Yeah, they're gonna. <laughs> They're like, and in 14th place, this idol is from this entertainment company. And it like halves it to like a bunch of people. This idol performed this song and then it halves it again. This idol was born in 1998. And it's just like, it takes literally 10 minutes to announce one person. It's just typical like reality TV, but Korean reality TV is next level. This sounds literally agonizing. It is agonizing. And can you imagine being them? Like, that's fucking insane and they probably haven't slept for like five days they're just forced to stand there for like three hours <laughs> waiting to find out if they've gotten you know cut or not it really sounds like if you did get cut you'd feel even better You're like oh what a relief <laughs> I don't have to do with this shit anymore yeah it's a bit sad though because like a lot of these guys like they've already debuted before or they've been on multiple survival shows and this is kind of like their last chance and if this doesn't work out then they just have to kind of abandon their dream and go and do something else. It's a bit devastating. Makes for exciting television, though. <laughs> <laughs> just watching these poor boys' hopes go down the drain. Yeah, literally watching people's dreams get dashed. Yeah. What quality entertainment. Isn't that a, like what, what a lot of reality shows are like, though? This I is, don't think so. I think most of the people kind of on level. reality shows you watch is like, what's your dream? I want to start a... I have a juice startup. Like, why yeah. the fuck are you on TV then, you dickhead? <laughs> yeah, it's just to, like, get exposure for their Instagram page or whatever. So, yeah, that's the Boys Planet update. I watched, like, a three-hour performance episode last night. That was really good. And then, yeah, the bigger limb next week. It's all happening. Now it's time for the man. Yeah, Bit of a throwback this, this week. Well, yeah. Uh, there wasn't really anything good going on. <laughs> well, maybe there is now. There wasn't when we no. originally watched it pre-surgery. But how did we even... We were talking to someone about this, weren't we? It came back into our zeitgeist. We hadn't done a throwback for a while. Thought we had to do one. If we were going to pick any show to do a throwback, it should have been this from the start. And that show is? Well, Skins, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. I had no idea. Whoa, Skins. Whoa. Must clarify the original skins, the UK version. Yeah, oh, come on. What the? This, uh, this is a classic throwback episode. Yeah. I'm, what I'm doing, the US skins. I watched the US skins. Yeah, but if somebody said a classic... Th well, I'm going to do a classic throwback episode to the first episode of Skins US. <laughs> Be like, um, okay, chant, fucking sit down. Get off my Spotify or whatever platform you listen to our podcast on. Yeah, so we watched skins. I don't even know what year this fucking came out. Let me IMDb it. You have a little discussion about... You haven't something. fucking IMDb'd it yet. Whoops. That was my TikTok open. Sorry about that. You know I'm a bit slow on the old... Uh, Everything. Skinamarink. Skins. Skinamarink. This came out in 2007. And it feels exactly like that, doesn't it? Yeah, it does feel like a very naughty show. Um, I guess this was like the original... What? what like Heartbreak it's the, High? It's, it's the quintessential naughty show. What do you mean? It's when they were like, oh, show what kids are really like. And then it was like, oh, okay. <laughs> a bit much, but 
Sure. <laughs> Went a little bit far past the uh, hurdle there. But yeah, this was the original. Like now you've got like Heartbreak High and you've got like, what's that one? Euphoria, those kind of shows. This was like the original. Yeah, there's a million boom ones right now. I don't know if it's just because of the age I was, but I feel like this is the most realistic one, like in a way, at least at the start. It, d- it devolves later into something completely different, like with the murder and <laughs> all of that in later seasons. Some crazy shit. But I think I have a real nostalgia for this show, so I'm going to say, oh, it's better than any of the other ones that have come after it. Because this, like, I grew up with this. Like, 2007, how old were we then? Could do a bit 17, what do you mean? Yeah, 16, 16 17. Yeah, crazy. I feel like I should not have been watching this when I was 16. <laughs> no, but I think that's how all the people in it are. Yeah, they're supposed to be in high school. So, yeah, if you guys haven't watched Skins, I guess we can give, like, a little quick rundown. What? The, what, what? What? Some people might not have watched it. Gust- Press pause, go watch it, and then come back. And I don't mean just the f- all of it. Watch all of it. Oh, God, there's like... I don't care. <laughs> no, at least watch, like, what do you reckon, the first three seasons? Because uh, the first the first season is this one, which is, like, arguably the best one because they sort of understood what the mission was. Uh, season two is pretty good, but it's when the murder b- bit comes in, which is weird. And season three is, like, solving the murder one. No, like, season three devolves to... It's the the next pe- lot of people. So the first two seasons are these the, people, these group of people. Oh, then... and season three starts. Okay, so I guess the first four seasons. Watch the first four seasons and then come back. <laughs> yeah, agreed. So season three and four are a different set of people and then again another set of people, five, six. Oh, that's right, because in season two he's he is after he gets hit by a car, isn't it? Yeah. Or whatever, yeah. So there's Spoilers, but you should have fucking paused it and gone and watched the first four seasons. You should listen to us. There will be a lot of spoilers in this because... I think Kate's watched the whole series, like, at least twice through. More, yeah. more. Well, I mean, I meant, like, to the end. Did you even watch the last episode, like, the final episode? Yeah. Okay, because I remember you were holding on to that for, like, a year and a half. No, no, I've watched all of it. Yeah, so season one and two, same people. Three and four, same people. Five or six, same people. And then seven and eight goes back to the two and the three and four? Um, There's, like, a reunion? Yeah, season seven is a bit weird. It goes back and it does... An episode about Effie and then I can't remember who else the episodes are about, but there's like two episodes on one character, two episodes on one character, two episodes on another character. And it's like them in the future, like when they're older. So that was, yeah, like it came a a long time after, well, it felt like it came a long time after those characters were originally in the show. So that was really bad sentence, but you got it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Those later, that later season was very, very different from the original vibe. Well, they're supposed to be like adults or whatever. Yeah, but it was kind of cool to like, yeah, see those people again. But anyway, this isn't about season seven. <laughs> this is about the pilot of season one, and this episode follows. Who is the main character of this one? It's Tony. It's got to be Tony. Yeah, it is Tony. This episode. I think I like this one a lot. The next episode I, I don't like because it's a bit fucked, but we're not going to talk about that. Oh, it just, it, this is one of the least fucked episodes. Oh, 100%. And that is the thing about it is that it's still so nuts. Like so much shit happens, like fucked up crap. And you're like, this is, but it's still kind of like funny. And you're like, they're establishing these characters. And then it just starts to just fucking die. Go downhill very <laughs> oh my, quickly. But like in the way it's supposed to. This episode establishes that they've kind of got it together, I guess. Like there's some stuff happening, but it seems like a stable-ish situation. And then as you move along, it becomes a way less stable situation. Yeah. Like you're more discovering how unstable the situation is. For sure. And that's the fun of it, you know. You go on this journey with this group of friends just into the absolute fucking pits of hell. Yeah, well, because one of them's just fucked. One of them? I mean, they're all they're all fucked. <laughs> they're but all like, fucked in their own ways. But Tony controls this situation in a way that ruins these people's lives. Yeah, he's a psychopath. He is a psychopath. <laughs> so it is based around Tony, the psychopath. The goal of this episode is to try and get his best friend, Sid, laid, basically. You got it. Sid has to go and buy drugs, like marijuana, from this crazy dude. The mad twatter. The mad twatter. <laughs> Who Tony sends him to. Yeah. He also, like, runs a brothel and he's, like, I don't know, a bit of a gangster type. Like, very strange dude. It is a super weird character, but it's supposed to make you, like, uncomfortable. Oh, he does. And he does, because you don't know what's going on. It's not uncomfortable, like, the stuff he does or the stuff he says. It's just, like, the pattern. There's no pattern to anything that he does or says. It's so effective. 
It's fucked up. Even to today, I'm just like, I know nothing happens. I know everything's fine. Yep. I know exactly what happens. Yep. But when he comes in, like when Sid goes to leave and he's just standing there and you're like, oh, <laughs> so effective. I still feel like something bad is going to happen, even though I know it's not going to happen. Exactly like you said. It's fucked up. So he buys all this weed. He kind of gets forced to like buy way more than he needs. Yeah, three times the amount. And, and then the- they find out that they don't need it. Because <laughs> the town is awash or something. Yeah. It's just everywhere. Go to this party. All right. So let's back up a There's bit. There's so much that happens. Like, <laughs> yeah. But it's all little things. Yeah. So essentially, it starts by introducing Tony and what he's actually like. He's like a piece of garbage, basically. Yeah. <laughs> he's manipulative and awful and like he doesn't really care about anybody except for Effie. Effie's like the only person in his life that he cares about. Like he spends the first half of the time we see him just fucking with his dad, like hardcore, who is like fucking what's his name? Like... I fucking love that guy. He's amazing. And such a good pick for this character about his relationship with all of his friends. So it does like an introduction to his friends, but him like calling them on the phone and telling them to go to this party or that they're meeting in the park so he can tell them about the party or whatever. Mm. Calls Sid and talks to Sid. They have like breakfast, which is where he tells him, oh, today I'm going to get you laid. And then that's when we establish that Sid's in love with his girlfriend. Michelle. Tony doesn't really care that much about, but that's not like 100% clear at this point, but that's the fact. <laughs> that's the vibes. Yeah. Uh, so it does all the character introductions, and then we're still following Tony when he goes to this like all-girls school to try it for the choir for some reason. Yeah. Is it an all-girls school? Because there's dudes at the party. I don't know. I think it's an all-girls school. But yeah. they know f- like fancy. It's like rich people. Yeah. So it's a party for rich people. Uh, and at when this they, mansion. At this mansion. And then Sid has to go and buy the weed. He goes to buy the weed. He's forced to buy three times as much on loan from this fucking crazy gangster. And then they go to this party and it sucks. <laughs> oh, and also we're completely ignoring who Sid's supposed to sleep with. Cassie. My favourite character. <laughs> yeah. She's just gotten out of um, rehab. I well, she, I think she's sent to like a mental hospital yeah. because of her eating disorder. She's got a real bad, like she's got real bad anorexia. And, yeah, she's just a bit of a space cake, takes a lot of drugs, pills. Yeah, she's a very triggering character, to be honest. She is such a well-established, well-written character for someone who is like this. Wow. Wow. The whole time. But she's fucking nuts. And the stuff that happens to her in this series is insane. Yeah. (laughs) And then she, like, fucking pulls it together and becomes, like, one of the most, like, stable ones, which is crazy. Yeah. The next episode is her one, and that's the one where I'm like, oh, it's oh, that one's fucked. bad. Like, I can't. Do yeah, it. but they that I, I think that's a very important episode. Yeah, because it's it basically just sits down and goes, here are things that anorexic people do that you should look out for. Yeah, and as teenagers, like that was really important information for us to have. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like, did that teach pe- people how to do that? <laughs> I think it was more important that other people knew because I think if you do it to that level you know how to do it yeah that's true yeah so it's like more that you could see it in your friends yeah this one okay so the other characters are jowl who we didn't really see that much no she's not even involved at all is she i don't think so she just like is there twice like tony calls her and then she's in the park chris the other best character (laughs) yeah i like chris yeah he's he's trying to sleep with his teacher angie yep that's like the whole that's the whole thing um, but she's like, she's in fucking mental distress. Like, I don't know what's going on with Angie. Like, it's because her boyfriend broke up with her or whatever. Yeah, but she. It's taking it a bit hard. Yeah, she <laughs> fucking cops it. I have no idea what's going on. And I, I don't think I ever, we ever really find out because she, like, the, all this happens and it's a bit crazy. And then she sort of, like, goes away for a while. And then mm. she comes back and she's fine. Mm. But then she does the questionable thing. Questionable. Yeah. Chris, yeah, so we established he's in love with his teacher, bit of a... He's a, he's a fucking idiot drago, yeah. but, like, such Off a good character. Like, the pop-tart in the fucking CD player. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Uh, Sid, we've discussed, and then there's Maxi, who... Maxi! He's the, the gay character. He tries to take... Who's he? he takes Chris and Anwar, doesn't he? Yeah, Chris and Anwar to the to the gay night. The big gay night out, and it's just like... It's at two gay pub. guys there. <laughs> so they ditch that and join the, the rich people party. But that was the other thing, like, when we were kids, it was nice that they just went. He's like, oh, I'm going to gay night. Like, will you come to see what it's yeah. like? And they're just like, yes. 
Yeah. Well, because he's like, oh, there'll be really like hot girls there, and there'll only be gay guys there, and you'll be the only straight one, so they'll fuck you. It's like what? <laughs> That's not how it works. It was dumb. Yeah. But to be honest, like when I used to go out gay clubbing, there'd always be straight dudes there trying to pick up the women. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah. I don't know how, as a woman, you'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. This is the guy. Yeah. I'm definitely going to meet the guy at the gay club. He's yeah. definitely not trying to manipulate me. You're not like you're not there for that. So it's like you're just there with your friends, and then you're having people. I don't know. Anyway, whatever. I don't really go clubbing that much anymore. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. Yeah, Maxi Anwar is like a Muslim boy, so he's like struggling with his faith. Yeah, yeah. and that's his main sort of thing at the start. Yeah, and then Michelle, we discussed. Um, you know, Tony's girlfriend. She's just obsessed with Tony, but. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really know what her... I don't think that's. there's anything else to her personality, is there? Not yet. She likes she's Tony. Got a, she's got a bunch of stuff with her family later. Yeah, the, I thought there was like abuse in her family or something later on. Yeah. And then Effie, who we spoke about, is Tony's sister. She doesn't really become super important until later. I fucking hate her. <laughs> I like her. I, of course you do. In her season, she is the worst person. Oh yeah, she does the worst shit. But she's also like, I don't, I like, I don't know where she gets all of her shit from because their family's like okay. I guess like the mum's a bit weird, isn't she? she? Goes, she goes a bit weird. Their mum and the their dad's like not really there to deal with it. He's just sort of a bit of a dunce. I think. Um, and then they mom's, get separated. I think the mom's don't an they? alcoholic. Yeah. Do they get separated? Yeah, I think they yeah. get divorced something and then she becomes like a really bad alcoholic and is just in bed all the time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, so Effie isn't huge in season one and two, but then, yeah, season three, it becomes her season. Yeah, she's only there to make Tony look like a rounded character. Like there's something going on there. Yeah, like he actually could care about someone. Yeah. Fuck, all these people are so fucked. They're so fucked. It's the best. <laughs> I feel like I know these people. It's like... They're so familiar to me. They give you, like, everything you need. I honestly think, like, like I could quote this, <laughs> this first episode from start to finish. You could probably do 90% I've, of it. I've watched, a lot, I've watched a lot of it. Yeah, it makes me really just want to rewatch the whole thing. I don't know if we've got the time, but... Well, they finally put the third season of Evil on uh, stand, so we've got to get through that first. Oh, yeah, that's fucking weird as... <laughs> I don't know what's going on. There's like shape-shifting demons. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Yep, and uh, he's playing a pig on the internet. That's so fucking funny. <laughs> and how the, the kid just like knows that it's... He's like, she's like, yeah, I'm talking to... What's his name? Oh, God, what is his name? I just keep thinking Launceston for some reason. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, yeah, Whatever. We're not talking about evil, we're talking about skins. <laughs> yeah. I think we covered the plot and characters pretty well. I mean, not great, but <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that happens, and then so many little things. Um, Cassie has like a a drug overdose, or they think it is. Yeah. And then they're driving her to like the hospital, even though they're all just off their fucking chops. And then once they get to the hospital, she wakes up. Yeah. Because she's like, a fuck. Wow, I had a beautiful dream. She's a fucker. <laughs> Um, and then they park, like, right next to the water for some reason, and then they drive the car into the water and lose all the weed. So now they have to essentially get the money back to give to this gangster for all this weed that he was forced to buy. And none of them have fuck all because they're all, like, poor. Yeah. How? Like, I was so surprised that they all got out of that car. The windows were like, open, though, Windows are open, yeah. Yeah. So you just swim out. It's only a problem if you if the car goes down when the windows are closed. You got it. Because then there's so much pressure. So you, so you wanna... open a window as soon as possible. Open a window or open a door once you hit the water, if yep. you can. <laughs> and if not, you got to find something to break the glass. <laughs> and that is safety with Kate and Josh. <laughs> yeah. And if you can't break the glass, you got to wait until the whole, thing's the whole thing fills up with water and then you can open the door. Yeah. Don't waste your fucking energy. Yeah. Don't panic. Just try and get some breath. Wait for the car to fill up and open the door. You got it. <sighs> Josh has taught me. Self-defense as well. That's what we got to do. Clap them around the ears. Best way. Deafen them. Break yep. our eardrum. That's what we got to, you, 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 No one's chasing you with a broken eardrum. Run off. Yep. Ah! Yep. <laughs> and then easy. Once you go to the cops and you're like, oh, this guy attacked me, but I popped his eardrum, and then they he has to go to hospital. Yeah. So they just check for someone with a broken eardrum around that area. Oh. Got him. That's him. Not going anywhere. <laughs> That's the man. Or woman. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I don't care. You fucking get him, mate. Pew, pew, pew. Not with a gun. No. A laser gun. Pew, pew, pew. You can try. You can get a strong enough laser pointed in their eyes, they won't be able to chase you. Ah, oh, my eye. Yeah. 
Okay, we've gone off topic. Come here, girly. Ah, my eye! Oh, my eye, girly. I <laughs> just vomit on them. Yeah, it's a creepy person. <laughs> they said girly. Yeah, they vomit in their eye and they, ah, my eye! <laughs> if, uh, their skin starts melting off. You just, like, <laughs> acid you just acided them. Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, skins. So the first episode is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, solid pilot for sure. Who's your favourite character? All right, who's your favourite character like? In general? Yeah. In skins? Chris. Chris, it yeah. like if not first season, like all. Oh, I think it's still Chris. It's still Chris. Yeah, I was obsessed with him when I was a teenager. <laughs> like I was so in love with this guy. The dumb dumb. Yeah, he's just fucked, but like he's just so he's got like a really pure heart. Yeah, yeah, he does, and he just wants to have fun, but he wants everybody to have fun all the time. Yeah, there's just something so yeah pure and like heartwarming about him. In comparison to, say, Tony, you know? Oh, yeah. He he tries to help people even when, like, he being just a fucking dick. Like, when he does try to... So, they have a party. He gets this sound system for the party and he's going to return it. But then during the party, somebody puts a fucking Pop-Tart in it. <laughs> and he takes it back to the store. And the guy he's trying to get a return off is, like, a young guy who's covered in pimples. Yeah. And he tries to help this guy... <laughs> He's trying to return it, but he can't not talk about the guy's face, but he still tries to, like, help the guy. Yeah. He's so fucking crazy. Yeah, I remember that. I really want to watch the Chris episode. That's a rough one, though. Like, yeah, it is. It is super rough. It's like feeds his fish, like, pills and stuff. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't... He's not there. Nice thing is, there is a very sad overtone to this whole thing. Oh, yeah. Like, it's supposed to be a comedy, right? But at the same time... That's one of the things that always amazes me about it, is it is can be so funny and the conversations they have are very funny and the stuff that happens is very funny but everything is so sad and upsetting as well at the same mm. time. To get that balance right is a real feat. And they just nailed it for like seasons and seasons and seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just when I think about it I get this feeling like here. Yeah. In like under my sternum where it's just like Ugh. Yeah. What's um what's the main character in the the third and fourth season? What's his Oh, the third season before he gets fucking killed or whatever. Oh, Freddie. Freddie, yeah. Like, like um, when Freddie's boyfriend. Yeah, when Freddie and Cook are like arguing. Yeah. But Cook is still like, I fucking love you. Even when they're having like they're having like the biggest fight ever. Yeah. And he's still like, You're my best friend and I fucking love you to death. And that whole thing is just like so just like Oh Yeah. That's just so relatable. Like yeah, Cook Cook is sick. I really love <laughs> Cook is amazing. I love Cookie. Like he's like the Chris of season three and four kind of, but like less pure heart. But way worse, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, but he definitely has that vibe. Mm. But he he just has like a real strong moral line, like really strong moral line. I think I might have only watched five and six like once. Yeah, I but think I've so. Wa- I watched three and four a few times because yeah. I like those ones as well. Mm. Yeah, no, I love the who, what's the blonde woman's name in three and four? There's like Emily and Katie who are the twins. the twins. Yeah, Katie's the gay one, is it? Oh, no, Emily's the gay Emily's one. Emily's the gay one. Katie's the shit one. Is there another girl? Yeah, because she's, she's like, the girl who doesn't know, like, she's the one who's coming into her gender identity. Oh, and Pandora? She, she, oh, is that her name? I fucking love her. Like, the bit when they hold hands through the door. Oh, yeah. And shit. And she's the one who beats Cook in, like, the, um, or no, Cook beats her in the in that election. Yep. And then they, like, they go to have sex. But, like, a couple of seconds in, he's just like, you do not want this. And then he just, like, that's 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 Cook's character. Yeah. He's just like, I do what I want to do, unless it infringes on someone else. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he's just like, oh. And they yeah. just turn him around, like, in half. And he's just like, yeah, what? Well, that's fine. Like, uh, all good. Yeah, important shit. He's amazing. Yeah, there's a lot of good moments in the show. I think it was one of those shows where parents were like, our oh, kids shouldn't be watching this shit, like... You know, it's bad. Fuck off. <laughs> a bad influence on our kids. And it's like, actually, this stuff actually happens and you can't pretend that it doesn't. And yeah, a like lot the- of important <laughs> things are mentioned in this that people need to know. Yeah, like the panda and cook thing and like her boyfriend and yeah, that whole thing's awful. Yeah. And who's the the guy in Nope is in this season, right? Thomas. Thomas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's in, like, they always have like one of the, a guy like that. He's like a bit gangster, but like not at all. <laughs> Totally. I always love that. Like moral compasses and... Yeah. Some really interesting people. They really have it like they had it bulked out. Everybody has good stuff. Everybody has bad stuff. Some are worse than others and some are just like their bad stuff is just they don't know what's happening and or they just get like monofixated on one thing. So well structured. And then like the shit that they fucking did to us when we were kids. 
rude when Tony gets hit by a, a fucking truck or whatever. Yep. And then we've got to sit through the second season where he's, like, disabled. Yep. Oh. It's devastating, yeah. It, it's, yeah. It was just revolutionary. It did some crazy shit that had never been done on TV before, to be honest. It was so good. I just want to watch it now. <laughs> I want to feel bad. It's one of the few things that makes me feel awful that I enjoy. Yeah. I, like, want to feel that awful way again. Like, fucking when um, What's-Her-Name gets sconed with a big rock. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck me. <laughs> yeah. Making it kind of loose, but, yeah, that, that is awful. And then they just leave her in the fucking field to die. And, oh, God. And there's a guy, like, the magician and his whole thing. Like, their friend with curly hair who's a magician. Oh, yeah. And, like, the whole, the whole thing about that is just, like, awful. There's so much bad shit. Oh, my God. The episode with, with Effie and Tony in this ep- in this season, when they try and get him to fuck, fuck her. Don't, don't, stop. <laughs> Do you remember that, though? That's yeah. so bad. And then we get fucking Chris dying. That's the worst episode. I bawled my eyes out. Pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> I think we should get into some ratings. Otherwise, we'd just talk about this all day. Anyway, it was important at the time. 100%. Because it was literally like, everybody is bad and good. Some people are worse than others. Here are signs to look out for, for all of these things that people go through. Mm-hmm. It taught us like a lot of shit. 100%. To be wary of and be like, oh, people who do this, do not go fucking near them. <laughs> and then like people who, if you if you notice these things in your friends, like fucking pay attention. Get them help. Yeah. Very important. Let's go on to ratings. This is just of the pilot. Just of the pilot. So the plot. It's just to introduce, like, all the characters. Yeah, classic phone call to everyone to introduce everyone. Yeah, and then, but then it also establishes, like, how it's going to go, like, what the main goal of the season is going to be, which is, like, to make cash and not get killed by this guy. So it's not bad, and it's not very long. Is, is it 22, no, 25? No, I'm pretty sure. Or are they 40? I'm pretty sure they're all, like, 45 minutes long. Oh, okay. They just feel short. 45 minutes, Oh, because yeah. we like them. They feel short. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it doesn't do heaps, but it's a lot of characters to establish, and you're trying to establish, like, a, more than one side to each character. Yeah. You're not trying to be like, here's this stereotype, and here's this stereotype, and here's this stereotype. They've you- got very detailed backstories. Yeah. It's hard to do plot. <laughs> but I also love it, so it's hard to separate from the plot. The plot is eventually, like, their lives. It's not... There's not, like, an overarching, like, big goal for everyone or... No, because every episode is a different person. It's like a different viewpoint every time. So it's hard to be a full overarching thing. Yeah, but it is the point. Yeah. So... I feel like we should just give every everything 10 out of 10. <laughs> I know you do. I wouldn't give it plot then. I think we'd have to go with concept because the plot is, look at this person. <laughs> yeah. And the concept is like amazing. Make a gritty fucking realistic Teen. comedy about naughty's kids in the naughties and make sure you teach them shit and like make them scared <laughs> mm. but also like let them know that bad shit's going down it was great and the time it came out was like perfect and it achieved a lot of things so i think it is a 10 they married all these things in just the right way to make this work if we're going concept yeah 10 maybe if we were just looking at the plot of the pilot i'd go more like a 7 or something yeah, I think seven and a half. You have to introduce all the characters, and the plot is they go, they're buying weed to go to a party. Mm, very simple. Yeah. Characters. Uh, yeah, character. Pff, ten. ten. <laughs> <laughs> At least for the pilot. I think in later seasons some of the characters are a bit shit, but they f- they're more there to fill gaps than be random characters. Like, the shitty one of the twins is pointless. Part of me feels like Effie is mostly pointless. <laughs> That's you, though. Because she doesn't fucking do or say anything. She just, like, fucks people's lives up because her life's fucked up. Yeah. It's fun to watch. She's fucked. What's his name? Sister and dad and all that. And, yeah, you know. Freddie's sister. Yeah. I like I like her storyline. I thought it was, like, really interesting how she goes on that, like, singing competition show. Yeah. I like that episode a lot. I, it, it, was, it was an idea. S to <laughs> S with you. Do you remember the song? <laughs> I do. I love that episode. <laughs> so but it's just about it. But it's about him being like nobody pays attention to me, and then they're just like, "You don't do anything. Mm, you suck." Yeah, Freddie actually pisses me off a lot. 
a lot. He, he sucks. Yeah. And he can't see what he's doing as like wrong or... Yeah, he thinks he's the knight in shining armour. Yeah. And it's like... He's a fucking idiot. Him and Effie's relationship is so toxic. Oh my God. Yeah, because both of them are objectively bad. And they only want each other when they like are doing something else. Like they basically have... They do just basically don't give a shit about each other or think about each other. And then when they're both in a situation where they shouldn't be together, then they're like, let's do it. Yeah, it's so bad. <laughs> yeah. Toxic, red flags. This whole, All of it's toxic. That's the whole point. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, 10 out of 10 for characters for the pilot, 100%. Fuck yeah. Cinematography and what it looks like. It's a fucking thing from the noughties in the UK. I love it. Yeah. One of my favourite parts is like when the, we talked about it, when they're driving in the car to the hospital and how fucked they look. They look so fucked. Yeah. It's a ma- but they the all look up. they all look totally different. Yeah. But they all look fucked. And like, what's his name's like having sex in the back while they're driving to the hospital yeah. with that foreign girl? Yeah. Oh my god. She's like Russian or something. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I think they must have put eye drops in to make their pupils big. Yeah, they fu- they they didn't skimp on yeah. like little details for it's this like sort of thing. White makeup on their face, like their hair is just full of I don't know grease and like makeup everywhere, like smudged. It's yeah. That's my favourite. Yeah, they didn't fuck around with trying to make them look good all the time. Yeah, well, they didn't even look good in the first place. But no. Like, they go from looking shit to looking fucked. <laughs> so fucked. I love it. They go hard on what it looks like yeah. sometimes. And they've got, like, yeah, real interesting stuff. Like, like you mentioned the fish. Like, it's not for this pilot, but, you know, the feeding the fish pills and, like, a lot of the, like, sets, they have, like, their bedrooms and, like, they've thought about yeah. All of this shit. It's very detailed. Yeah, it's crazy. Some of the shots, it's just like, get it made, but some of them are like really excellent. I love the clothes as well. It's the naughty though. You're going to love the clothes. Yeah. They're like garbage, but in like the perfect way for these characters. Like the fucking thing that Tony wears to this party. The fuck is wrong with this guy? I don't even remember what he wears. Like a striped t-shirt. Yeah, that long striped t-shirt with like the red cuffs. Yeah. And like tiny skinny jeans and like everyone else is in like cocktail dresses and suits. And he yeah. looks so shit. And he just starts basically like humping his girlfriend on the dance floor. <laughs> and everyone's just like backs away. They're like, whoa, look at this dancing. It's so good. And it's them just literally fucking banging each other. Well, compared to everyone else, you know how the, she's dancing yeah. like... They're just like, woo, like pointing, like finger guns. And then they're like, come onto the dance floor. And he basically just like, yeah, bangs her in the ass for like 10 minutes. Let's chisel on this nizzle. Yeah, oh my God. And party down. Down. (laughs) (laughs) So good. So many quotable moments. Yeah, 10 out of 10. It's it's real nostalgia vibes for me. Naughties, the fashion, the details. Like, yeah, it's perfect. I think the fact that we do have euphoria now is annoying. Because I don't feel I can give it a 10 out of 10. It also has like a vibe where it's not trying to do that either. Until season three, it doesn't try to tell you what drugs feel like. Mm. Which I thought was like a very important thing that they were doing. You know, because until like they have that fucking trip in the woods, they don't really do like POV, you're on drugs or you you see people on drugs a lot. (laughs) And you follow them around while they're doing it and like they make it clear. But nobody's like, ooh, you smoke weed and then you see things yeah, and like yeah. they don't do any of that fucking bullshit it's just like you're observing feel bad about <laughs> that you can't do anything so i'll give it a nine nice and overall it's a 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 fucking show it's what it's supposed to be love a good throwback it did so much for us it made us feel so many ways <laughs> we laughed we cried i fucking hated it and i loved it <laughs> yeah if you want a little nostalgia trip go back Watch that, I reckon. And if you haven't watched it, watch the first four seasons and then that's all right. <laughs> Let us know what you think. If you think I'd be interested to know if anyone doesn't like this show. Yeah, that would be cool. So please message us if, if that's if that's the... Uh, the vibe you go on with. Yeah. If that's the way you've decided to live your life. <laughs> I got all my organs removed and replaced with vibes. <laughs> so they're just like vibing and stuff. You love it, that still. <laughs> I love it. Bromanizer. Shout out. He doesn't need Definitely needs out. it, yeah. <laughs> like millions of followers on TikTok. Whatever. I love him. Uh, if you want to contact us, you can contact us on all our social media pipes. Podcast at gmail.com. Send us an email and tell us you hate skins or us or both. Yeah, tell us you hate skins. Tell us you hate us. Tell us you hate our skins. <laughs> Ooh. I'll skin ya. <laughs> 
Jesus. <laughs> Pilot O Podcast. Search it on Instagram. Uh, Josh posts there pretty much every day. At Pilot O Pod for TikTok and YouTube. Uh, yeah, go check out our semi-new video. What was the last one on? Plushy Tealers. <laughs> that was a fun one. And we have got, we filmed another one, so another one will be on the way. Yeah, the proper editing started yesterday, so well, hey, see how far go. we can get with all my new jobs and that. Yeah, you've got like 10 jobs now. <laughs> all right, thanks for listening. Love you. We'll talk to you next time. Bye! Bye! Bye.